Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be running through everything that we're looking forward to seeing on Disney Plus in April, because we've got lots of news um, regarding the US launch, also um, Canada, we've also got the UK list as well, so we've got loads of stuff, and there's loads of things within that list that we want to talk about as we're going along. We'll also be going into a deep dive into the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and talking about some other bits and pieces as well. So before we get into any of that quick bit of housekeeping, if you haven't already done so, make sure you are subscribed on the uh, YouTube channel. You can also subscribe on audio platforms to this podcast. Um, also, some other housekeeping as well. Just a big thank you to all of our patrons and channel members for making this um, possible. Um, every single month, it makes a massive difference. So a big thank you to our patrons at the uh, Go tier and above, including Sarah, who's at the uh, Diamond level. So a huge thank you for that one. So Platinum level. Um, Andrew. Jacob, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Andrew, Chris, Cody, Darren, Giuseppe. We've also got Lester, Lauren, James, and what's on Netflix while over on YouTube. We have got uh, Beanie, Bad Dog Gamer, Joshua, Amit, Ben, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. So thank you for all of your support. Um, again, we'll be doing another live ch- uh, chat on Q&A session on Sunday night. And tomorrow we've got a special video going up uh, with our retro review. And I'm just trying to think which one that is. We've got one, I'm trying to think what, we've got, we've got quite a lot coming up. So there'll be an extra episode tomorrow. Right, let's jump into it. So we got all the lists for everything coming in in April and what a packed month it is. Um, April, especially for the US and really kind of in Canada as well, Disney seemed to have really dived into the back catalog a little bit. We know there's been a lot of complaints from a lot of people online about the lack of legacy content going up on Disney Plus lately. It kind of really dried up. I mean, we were getting to the point where there was only a few items a month going on to Disney Plus in the US. It was very light. You know, we started getting things like The Muppet Show last month and we've had, you know, Dog in the Box. There's been a few things, but this upcoming month, they seem to have really gone, right, what have we got? What can we do? What can we put on there? And just quite a quite a big lineup, didn't you? What kind of stood out to you uh, over the entire? Why don't we go through yeah. the list? Because there's a lot, and uh, we'll be yeah. talking about them twice. But I will say, yeah. it does seem like there may have been some sort of launch that was taking up their uh, their resources, perhaps a uh, an international launch of some sort. And now that the launch is kind of <laughs> yeah. hold on, I don't know which one. <laughs> all of them, all of them, all the balloons. Um, yeah, uh, but I'm- yeah. You could no, be right. go ahead. Right, the, the actual maybe that maybe the US teams were um, working on getting the star stuff ready, and that was what was distracting them from getting so much on there. But you would have you would have um, you would have thought that that would have been a different team, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was all part of the same one. Uh, it might be. And this is total speculation. Yeah, total, uh, it, yeah. it it might be that they decided to take the opportunity since they were pulling all those back catalog items anyway off of Hulu or uh, from Hulu, I should say. Yeah that they were preparing them for the English, uh, for the American uh, Disney Plus 2, even though they're not going to use it for a long time. And we're still, we're assuming that at some point there'll be a merger, but it makes sense if they're going to convert those files anyway to Disney Plus in the European and Asian markets they, and South American market, they might as well get them ready for the yeah. uh, North American market as well. But that's yeah. that's speculation. And in any event, as you said, April's got a ton of stuff. Uh, so if, if we don't start now, we're going to be here for a couple hours. Yes, right. Okay, so um, so this is f- uh, for April the 2nd. For the US, we've got we, we've got new ep- a couple of new episodes of Secrets um, of Sofa Springs dropping throughout the month. We then got Walk the, pra- 
I keep want to say walk the plank, but it's walk the prank. Seasons one to three. Um, Higgletown Heroes, the island at the top of the world, third man on the mountain, the last ice, made in a day. Secrets of the Zoom, secret, sorry, Secrets of the Zoo, season four. With Secrets of Zoom is not really something for that right now. Um, Sharks of Bermuda Triangle, the Big Year, Night of the Museum, Night of the Museum, Battle of Smithonium. Then we're going to get into some Star Wars stuff. So we're hitting um, Caravan of Courage, Ewoks: Battle of Endor, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, Volume One and Two, Star Wars: Ewoks, and Star Wars: Ewoks Two. Before we jump into all the Star Wars content, we'll be arriving in the UK. Um, in, Can- in Canada, um, pretty much most of that is arriving as well. A, a few things aren't there, but generally, uh, there's the- what really got us there was the Star Wars stuff. I mean, that was a very deep cut. Uh, especially the Ewok stuff. I know pe- people have asked for it, so it's not entirely out there, but we weren't expecting it. And, and if we were going to expect it, I would have thought like May 4th. Right. You know, it really does. It seems like it's a month early. I mean, I don't know why yeah. they're going with um, April the second rather than not putting on the first week of. For, maybe they didn't want to overshadow Bad Batch debut, or um, didn't want to I, highlight I, it. I don't. I, it's, it, it's a very weird, and they didn't do a press announcement for this because I would imagine. Maybe, it's great that it's on there. I mean, we think we're only really missing like droids. I mean, that's, there's not really much left after this to go. Um, I, being a kid of the 80s, I grew up watching these Ewoks TV series, watched the movies, loved um, Return of the Jedi. So I was uh, probably about five or six when these shows started coming out. So I was the probably right on that age of where Ewoks were all over the, you know, they were all over television. So therefore I was right at that age where it didn't know any different, you know, and that was, and so I don't have this, I grew up with Ewoks and I, and I used to have loads of action figures and soft toys and stuff. So I Get it? I've got. I I don't really want to go back. I'm, we're we're probably going to end up watching the two movies. I suspect at some point over the next few months. But um, yeah, it's a bit like this is kind of like bare bones Star Wars. <laughs> it's a bit... um, of the Ewoks, other than Return of the Jedi, I think the only one I've seen was Caravan of Courage. I've never seen the Battle of Endor, and I've never seen the cartoon series. So I'll probably at least watch the movies. Uh, I might try the the cartoon but i suspect it's it's yeah not gonna have aged well that said um speaking of cartoon series they're also dropping in the clone wars uh hand-drawn animated mm-hmm. cartoon series and i know a lot of people have been looking forward to that it's a very different style than uh the clone wars cartoon that you're used to uh, much more action heavy um story light much shorter the early ones are only like five minutes long yeah uh i think a lot of people are going to be interested in seeing those though yeah, I've, I've, I've never seen them. And in all honesty, I don't think I was even aware of them until um, people started asking on the Facebook group all the time about them. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't even realize this existed. Um, so th- it's just nice that they're starting to, again, these, hopefully as well, they're just looking at some of the stuff that they can put on that they've maybe got in higher quality that they can use. Um, the fact that it's coming to all the regions, I did have, um, while it wasn't on the official UK list, I did have a note from... Um, publicist the day before that confirming that, that they were coming as well so that was um, definitely great because I was so many because at first it was like it's coming to the US and then everyone's going what about every other country it's like we don't they, it's never worked that way of where we got them all really close together but usually it was weak we wouldn't find out the UK or the uh, Australian list for weeks when we found out in a matter of like 36 hours the whole lot so it was a nice um, ch- uh, change 
but it's really nice to now have them all confirmed. But Disney didn't put out any, you know, there wasn't even anything on StarWars.com. There was nothing on social media. It was just quite a, it's almost on the lines of, we know you want it, but we really don't want you to watch it. (laughs) It, It's there, um, but we're not going to make a big deal about it. Now for these ones though, I was actually thinking, um, they might've announced these in April or, or for an April release because they didn't want them to get buried uh, by May the 4th content, you know, whenever, whatever's yeah. coming, obviously the bad batch, but we're always expecting news and, and other yeah. things and the video games will have events and, and so on. Um, so for whatever reason, like, no, let's get these out of the way. So people don't miss the fact that we've got the new clone yeah. wars and Ewoks and stuff like that. I, it's it, kind of weird. It's because, just weird. Cause there's not really any, there's not, Normally, we don't get a lot of Star Wars content, and I wasn't expecting a lot. But there's almost maybe they were like, okay, like April's got nothing Star Wars at all. There's nothing new for them at all. So you, I would have been quite happy with them if they just dropped one of these. That would have been a that would have been a big one. But nice to see them on there. But yeah, that for that first week in the US. Just looking here at some of the stuff coming to Canada as well. We've got Elite Battle Angel that week. Feud, uh, uh, Bet and Joan, and Elite Battle Angel is a really good movie. Um, we've also bet. Canada is getting new episodes of the third season of Grownish. They're going to be dropping every week um, from the first week of April. So that'll be running for a few months. Um, the UK will be getting them at the end of April. They'll be starting to have the weekly rollout. Not sure why they couldn't line them up, but um, that's always an issue. The Secret Life of American Teenagers, seasons one to five, and Tolkien will be coming to Canada as well. Well, over in the UK, um, it's a bit more complicated on how they've done the the things so let's just have a look here um yeah so we're getting the two father of the bride movies we're getting the help there's also going to be getting um just put on here what, what we're going to be getting here oh nomeo and juliet now the interesting thing with nomeo and juliet is that that actually wasn't distributed by disney it was so i don't know if they've actually brought the rights to that one which could be in, interesting to see how this is all going to start working out and then we're going to be getting the uh, myra royal detective and yeah, so that's pretty much most of it. And then we'll be getting, as I said, all of the, the normal um, star originals dropping as well. So now let's jump into, just to bring up the UK list, because it's really weird how every like department kind of releases their information slightly differently. Um, so we're getting obviously lots of new episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be dropping right through the month and Mighty Ducks will be dropping every week right through uh the um april as well so that's kind of quite a nice just those two shows alone would have been quite a, quite a nice thing oh, bob bob's burger seasons one to ten will be coming to the uk uh running wild with bear grills year nine of wicked tuna and yeah so that's quite a nice lineup but to me just getting the mighty ducks and the winter soldier a week and then having all of the the star originals it's really very quickly becoming quite a a thing of like we're having like eight to nine seasons of shows dropping per week in the UK and Canada and Australia, whereas obviously in the US is a bit less. But it's amazing how much of a difference that makes to that lineup. You know, the UK now is having two pages drop every single when they do their social media. But I mean, we were like, you know, some weeks we were having one. <laughs> it was just like it's such a big difference. So um, from that first yeah. week, what what's kind of jumping out to you? Uh, well, you know, I've actually never seen the Night at the Museum movies, any of them. Um, so I'll probably check those out. Uh, at least give the first one a shot and then go from there. And, of course, I love sharks, uh, sharks and whales. So Sharks of the Bermuda Triangle uh, yeah. is going to be, be pre- pretty big for me. And then, obviously, 
Falcon, Winter Soldier, Mighty Ducks. We're not going to say that every single time, no. but it does bear mentioning. Yes. Right. Okay. Moving now on to uh, on to the 9th of April. As I said, we'll be getting Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, etc. Right. Okay. So we're getting Disney Future War, and that'll be coming. To, so that'll be coming to the US and Canada. Uh, Kit Kabowski, Suburban Daredevil, Seasons 1 to 2, again, US and Canada. The finale of Secrets of Sofa Springs. Uh, the US and Canada will also be getting both Man of the House, Mark Twain and Me, Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, and Caesar Milan, A Real Story. So, um, again, Mark Twain and Me, A Real Ode. That's a quite a, a dig into the archive. And Caesar Milan, I, I've seen him pop up in a few things, but he's, he's not really, a, I would say, a huge thing over here in the UK. Um, I think he's he's famous as like a dog whisperer kind yeah. of kind of deal, right? Yeah, I'm familiar with the name, but I'm I have not watched any of his shows or specials or anything. Yeah, uh, obviously as well with the Star Originals, we'll be getting uh, Love Victor. Uh, I think we're on to like every episode nine of that and Hellstrom, and also we'll be getting Solar Opposites. Now the interesting thing with Solar Opposites is season one ends uh, on the second of April. The good news is. Uh, the UK and Canada is going to be getting the second season of Solar Opposites on April the 9th, um, which is about two weeks after the US gets it with Hulu. But unfortunately, they're getting it like we're getting it weekly. So rather than them getting the whole lot at one go, we're still carrying on with the weekly thing. So I think it's great that we are getting it straight after season one. So I think that is, I have to give them credit for doing that because it's not like, oh, well, we'll keep it six. No, they are actually going to row straight into it. But it's a little bit like, okay, so the America gets it all at once, but we've got to wait weekly. Personally, for me, I do like the weekly drop because I'm really enjoying that series. I'm watching, I'm watching it each week. And I, one episode, I think if I was able to binge it, I might get bored of it. But I think the, like, the short episodes is keeping me kind of engaged. But it's really nice to see Solar Opposites dropping as a, a star original moving it, on from there. It does seem like they're kind of signaling Hulu will maintain its current, um, you know, everything drops at once pattern whereas they really do want to move to the the weekly drop for for everything they, they just can't do it with hulu because it's been that way since launch and i, I think people I will get upset i think they will start doing it with some of their big hulu originals mm. i think they are going to start doing it. things like dope sick and things like that are all going to i think they will start doing it i think it's just, if it's aimed at younger audience they'll maybe shift more for the drop whereas if it's slightly older audience they can go for the weekly thing um but yeah, so there we go. So the, uh, Canada's also getting uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks Shipwrecked, and the sequel. And over in the UK, we'll, we'll be getting, as far as the, um, the originals, getting a brand new star original called Filthy Rich, which um, aired on Fox last year. It unfortunately got cancelled, so they're still going to be dropping it weekly because it hadn't arrived in the UK before. I think in Canada it was actually already aired, so that's why it's not... Um, coming to Canada because it's already there. A bit of an odd one. Um, so it's all about a, a unknown heir of a wealthy Southern businessman hatches a plan to get a piece of their fortune. And we're also getting seasons one to 15 of Criminal Minds, which is one of the most popular shows on Netflix. And when you look at the Nelson Weekly chart, Criminal Minds is really popular. That one's already available in Canada and is, is doing very well. Season 16 of Grey's Anatomy, Dangerous Minds. And good news, good news for UK folk, really good. Dinosaurs is coming. This one was one of those weird things where dinosaurs didn't come in February when everybody else got it for some reason. Nobody knew why, no one could find out anywhere. 
And then they put out the release and it didn't have it on there. I then asked, they then came back to me and said, no, it is there. They re- redid the, the, the sheet. Um, yeah, the ninth. Um, this is big news. This is just every time something gets announced in the UK, it's like, where's dinosaurs? Where's dinosaurs? Because it's almost that thing of, everyone else got to see it, but the UK didn't for some bizarre reason. So the dinosaurs are coming to the UK uh, next month, which uh, I did watch a few episodes when they dropped onto the US Disney Plus, And it was like, I watched, I think I watched like the first middle of the end. It was like, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm I kind of, I don't need to watch all four seasons. I kind of caught up, got the nostalgia bit. It was like, yeah, it's not what I remembered it. <laughs> then, I, yeah. I have not watched it since it launched uh, or relaunched, I should say. Um, but I, I strongly suspect that your experience in general, not you specifically, yeah. but watching it as a child and watching it as an adult are very, very different because it is one of those shows that uh, appeals to both audiences, but for different reasons. Yeah, there's a lot of little jokes in there for adults, which I hadn't um, anticipated. So yeah, so what's kind of stood out for you and be coming in uh, on that second week of April? Actually, to be honest, not that much. Um, like a lot of the things on on the American list, and like I don't know what Future Worm is. I don't know what Suburban Daredevil were those, is. Well, those two had actually been stuck on Hulu for a while. They've been there was like there's been like five Disney XD shows that have been stuck on Hulu that couldn't leave. And these are like some of the first ones to start going. And I expect the other ones will be going at some point soon. Um, it was a very strange they weren't available on Disney Plus because they had them all on Hulu, but. Um, yeah, the other movies I have never seen. I think I've seen Man of the House, but Mark Twain and Squanto, yeah, I've got like not really any interest in. I mean, just watching the trailers back the other day um, when they got announced just to see what they were going. Oh, I, I strongly suspect that we're looking at a couple movies this week that probably have not aged well and, and yeah. another one uh, dropping in the, the following week in April 16th. Uh, a quiet week this will be a week yeah. of mighty ducks and falcon and the winter soldier and i can't and yeah. catching up on some back catalog items that were dropped before this week i think right then on um friday the 18th uh, sorry friday the april the 16th we'll have obviously falcon and the winter soldier and mighty ducks but also big shot another news drama series all of john um stamos becoming a basketball uh coach why we need mighty ducks and big shot at the same time I'm not really convinced that was a good planning. Um, we're about two loads of two older college. Uh, yeah, it's just, it just, I, it, uh, to me, it sounds like, why are we having the two at the same time? It seems like they're a bit similar. Yeah, obviously we, we haven't seen Big Shot yet, but the trailers suggest that it's following a very similar story. And, and yeah. kids sports do tend to follow the same trajectory in terms mm-hmm. of storytelling. So I have to agree with you on that. It, it's, um, are they thinking that there's a lot of people who wouldn't watch the Mighty Ducks but would watch Big Shot because it's basketball instead of hockey? I, I, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but I definitely would have split these two out. Maybe even have Big Shot start immediately after Mighty Ducks ends or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's also it's just great. I mean, three series all dropping within, you know, all on the same week. I mean, that's quite that's quite a big one. I mean, oh yeah, just don't definitely. Really not seen that before also coming to the u.s the same week is um treasure buddies uh then we've got a new national geographic documentary earth moods that'll be coming everywhere that'll be uh, a new disney plus original which is kind of like a peaceful tranquil music over beautiful scenery and each episode is like five episodes this would be volume one and like one's cities one's desert one's ice one's water etc 
very peaceful, very kind of, if you like the, you know, the Zenimation and if you like the kind of, you know, maybe like the Dolphin Reef and you just want something on in the background, just kind of to soothe you, that'll be for you. Um, sounds pretty cool. Um, also, we're getting in the US White Fang 2 Myth of White Wolf. That will also be coming in Canada and it will be coming a little bit later at the end of the month in the UK. And then Primal Survivor Season 5 and The Kid Who Would Be King. That'll be coming to the Canada as well, as will Rio. Um, two big, two, we're starting to see some of the um, 20th Century Studio stuff. But The Kid Who Would Be King, that's kind of like one of the first 2019 movies starting to drop down onto. Disney Plus in the US, which I think is definitely interesting because it's the first one that's kind of cycled through the HBO deal onto Disney Plus. Yeah, and I remember actually wanting to see this, not like super excited for it, but yeah, I'll catch it when when it becomes available easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this will probably be the shot at doing it. I seem to remember it it did acceptably uh, in the, the yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting much from it, but it might be just a kind of a, a fun <laughs> movie to watch. Compared to box offices now, it's doing it did amazing. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, that's, that's one way. Of, you know, they can spin it anyway. Oh yeah, they did a lot better. Um, so yeah, so that's that's definitely a good one to, to arrive. Funny thing as well with like Rio is they actually ended up putting that one and Night in the Museum up onto Disney Plus and changed the date of to when it was arriving. Um, so we kind of knew them a couple of days beforehand, which was like the first time they really started doing that. So whether or not they're going to start doing that or if it was just they were in the system and they did something with it. But it was a little bit of a note on that one there. Um, looking over to Canada for some other content. Um, season 16 of American Dad. There'll also be, as I said, Rio 2. They'll be getting both Rio movies, which is always nice. They'll be getting um, all the, all the, pretty much all the same movies as the US. And... That's pretty much it from them. While over in the UK, we have got, have we got anything different? Oh yeah, we've got, we've got Next, Dollface, uh, Filthy, um, Filthy Rich, plus we've got the finale of Love, Victor, and Hellstrom, which also, will, that'll be the same thing for um, Canada and Australia as well. Big Sky will carry on. For some reason, Canada doesn't get that one. And then we're getting two seasons of Gronish, seasons one and two, uh, Baby's Day Out, The Big Year, and Predators. So that's the first of the Predator movies. That's a, that's a bit of a tone shift from the rest of the, <laughs> this from the, rest the, of the list. This is, this is the thing, though, with Star, is it really does just, you can just, you just go from, yeah, Baby's Day Out, Predators. <laughs> you don't even, like, cut, cut a breath of, like, how, you know, it is all there. And, you know, it's like today, it was just so funny. Like um, Disney Plus's Italian uh, social media pages put up a, t- a picture of like Borat going like this. And it's just like, it is, you know, it's just all integrated. And it, it is great. It is, it certainly makes a much more interesting service. But what kind of jumps out at you from this, this one? Uh, so I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, what was it called? Earth Moods. Yeah. Um, I, you call it a documentary. It sounds like it's it's more like ambient background noise. Yeah, yeah, uh, ambient kind of thing. Yeah, which I I dig. I, I enjoyed this animation. I wish they were longer because uh, it you know uh, by the time you start to to kind of let it sink into the background, it it's done because it's only a handful of minutes long. Uh, they did not announce, as far as I know, how long each of the Earth moods are. Um, but if they can if they can make those a bit longer, maybe stretch them out to an hour or something. 
uh, th- that'd be really good to have up on, you know, like your something out of like your peripheral vision while you're yeah. working or something like that. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we'll see I how mean, they I'm, do. You know, as that kind of thing, you know, as you know, as I said, most of us working from home, you know, you've got your TV on, you know. I like you know sometimes like having music on but just having something like that on just to kind of break that silence kind of thing um I mean I obviously you know nature is beautiful cityscapes you know even cities can be beautiful and in how they look and so I'm going to check these out depends what how they are and stuff but you know it's just nice to have some choice it's just nice to have something different you know whether or not they just put a drone over over a desert I'm sure it's, it's a lot more to it than that or they've just put together a lot of footage that they maybe had in the background that's what I'd imagine See, I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Since this is National Geographic, this is probably a lot of B-roll footage that just didn't get used. I mean, they're they're known for their footage, so well, they've, they've have, probably got a lot. You know, say say for example, like Secret of the Wells that's coming up in a couple of weeks, mm. in a, about a month's time. You know, they're they're shooting over all of like if they were shooting over um, New Zealand while they were filming it, or they were then filming it, you know, in like South Africa or something. You know, they're gonna have all that footage of them just flying around, not necessarily. Um, sort of but also more importantly they could just film it all at the same time um i do wonder if you know the drones as well as really drones seem to have really been able to make this a lot more easier because they're a lot more stable than helicopters um well uh, stable and cheaper <laughs> yeah i mean everyone's everyone's using them so yeah so there we go so that is uh friday 18th april 16th funny with white fang 2 we actually just watched white fang 1 it's one of this month's uh, retro club reviews so it's kind of funny. I've gone, oh, okay, I at least get that one now because I had not seen the movie. So at least acknowledge the fact of what that one is. Okay, moving on from there. So for um, Earth Day on April 22nd, everyone will be getting Secrets of the Whales. There'll be four episodes dropping with Sigourney Weaver doing the narration. Um, looking forward to this one. Um, as we said before, we're just, you know, and it's nice that a Thursday, just a random Thursday launch, just, you know, for Earth Day. It it's nice to be able to watch it without uh, feeling pressured to watch all the other releases prior to the yes. to the podcast. Uh, in this case, we'll just feel like, ah, yeah, I can throw this on and watch it, and then when Friday pops around, we can watch all the new uh, Friday stuff. Yeah. So speaking of Friday, so Friday, April twenty third, we've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is um, the finale, which is a shame. Kind of, you know, like we're talking about the finale when we've only just watched the first episode. Uh, Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, and Big Shot. So they'll be arriving. Along with in the US and Canada, we're getting um, sits. Uh, well, sorry, this is just for the US. They're getting uh, Puppy Dog Pow season three, Live and Maddie seasons one to four, a new Disney My Music Story, um, Sam Switch. I think that's how you pronounce it. I know that's not how you pronounce it. Um, so we've already had perfume drop yesterday, and we had um, um, was it Yokai last month. So they're kind of following this idea of releasing these Disney Plus Japanese. Or- Originals. Don't know why they're not releasing them everywhere else and just in the US. It's kind of quite funny. Being the Queen, a one-hour documentary that they filmed that they made last year, and then Baby's Day Out will be arriving in the US, um, which is a very popular movie considering it didn't do very well at the box office. A lot of people were excited about that one. Um, what jumped out from the US list from you from your point of view? Um, probably just the My Music Story, uh, which I'm gonna guess is probably counts uh, Tsukima Switch. Yeah. Uh, they probably mix Japanese and English in that one. Uh, that's just based on the strength of the other documentaries. I, I know nothing about Japanese yeah. music scene, and these have been a very interesting look into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, not doing proper reviews of them, but they, they are yeah. interesting. And then um, 
I don't being the queen potentially interesting. I don't I don't know anything yeah. about this one, but uh, yeah, yeah. The the thing is with um with like I think the thing is with this queen one is I think it's actually good timing. Obviously, with everything going on right now, we've got the crown and everything, so it's kind of be interesting. I think for um this to be a, a widely available to everyone to kind of see what she does. You know, have a little bit of a history into the queen because she does. You know, they do do a lot of stuff. Um, that I don't know necessarily if you know we see it all the time on our local news and local things of what they're doing. Whereas obviously you might not necessarily keep up with it. So that it's always nice to have this stuff on there and just have a bit of um, different type of content. While in Canada, they will be getting uh, looking here. So from the star side, they'll be getting Baby's Day Out, Castle seasons one to eight. A new episode of Grownish. They'll also be getting seasons one to three of Happy Endings, Light It Up, seasons one to six of Lost, and Solar Opposites. They'll be getting a brand new episode from the second season. So will the UK. And then over in the UK, we will be getting some more content from Star, including a new episode of Next. And let's just bring this one up. Filthy Rich. They'll be getting. Uh, what is it? Fuzzy Verdon, season one. That was an FX show. Morgan, next. And there'll be another new episode of Dollface, a new episode of Big Sky. Dino Ranch, which is a very popular Disney Junior show that's just started recently. They just picked up uh, distribution rights for that for some regions. Miss Peregrine's Home for Particular Children, which has only just come. Absolutely fabulous to movie. I, st- I can't believe that that's on there. I mean, um, that's kind of definitely a British, uh, it's a British show that they turned into a movie. And just seems very some of these choices just seem very strange to what's what is arriving here. <laughs> just like I, uh, yeah i know absolutely nothing about that show this is literally the first time i've heard of it and <laughs> but i figure for a lot of these shows because we've, we've seen it on the yeah. the u.s list too where we're just like you really you're gonna you're gonna throw that it, it's just a matter of uh eh, it's it's in 1080p or or whatever we've already got it upscaled just throw it out there. It, it costs Actually, us almost uh, nothing to store it. Well, this is the thing now is it's all just a case of if they've got it, they're going to put it up there. Mm-hmm. And I think they are buying up little things to put on there to sort themselves out. Um, makes sense. Things like Nomi and Juliet, you know, if they've got the rights to the movie in every other country, but the UK well, maybe try and just, it might be worth kind of seeing if they can buy the rights or, or at least, you know, do a small thing on them. So what um, let's move now on to the last week of April which is going to be a Friday, April the 30th. So Adventures in Wonderland will be arriving in the US and Canada, which is a Disney Channel show from the 90s. A lot of people are excited about this one because I think they grew up on it. DuckTales Season 3, which is just finished in the US. Uh, Disney Junior Maya, Myra Detective, and then Oklahoma, which is always... Um, yeah, I mean, just... I like having, the, I like having those things of having... A little bit older stuff so and then obviously we'll be getting a new episode of big shot and the mighty ducks game changes so what kind of jumped out to you from that week uh well ducktail season three i'm currently in the process of finishing up season two so i'm looking forward to to seeing that and i've got a co-worker who was uh you wouldn't call it live tweeting but we, he was going back and forth with us on slack uh while he was watching the the series finale and just like well, that sounds really, really good. It sounds yeah, like it it's really like entertaining. A, like a like a ninety minute finale, wouldn't it? It kind of reads yeah. out um, lots of characters and stuff in there. And 
you know, I've never seen Oklahoma, but it is a pretty famous musical. So I might check that at some point. Definitely not when it drops, but it could be a nice little um, background item. I forgot the Lone Ranger existed. Uh, well, the, the Lone Ranger is a bit of an odd one uh, because this was one that, was, that wasn't on Disney Plus when it launched in the US. And it's, if you look on the app, it was scheduled and now it's disappeared and it's no longer there. Now, I have a bit of a sneaking feeling that we might not see this one added to the US. I've kept it on the list on the UK because it was the announced date. But right now, both stars that are in it are kind of in some problems <laughs> in the world. So I might not be surprised if this one doesn't turn up. They haven't, I don't think they've taken it off. I'm just going to check the UK version. They might not, I've, they might just sneakily just kind of drop it on there and not mention it. Because um, that wouldn't be at all surprising if they did. But I can see why they aren't going to announce that that movie would be arriving on Disney Plus right now. It's, on the, it's still on the UK version. So I would imagine, I imagine they are just going completely silent on it. Yeah, and they might kind of hope that a lot of the, uh, the noise dies down by the end of April. Uh, mm. But to be honest, I know some people really do like this movie. I have to say. It's okay. It, it, if, it, if no one ever mentioned it again, I wouldn't even notice. Yeah. I think I was. I think it was on TV a few a few months ago, and I remember flicking onto it, and like half an hour later, still sat there watching it. It's fine, but I like I said, they're either going to shadow drop it, or it will just. It never happened. Mm-hmm. See it. <laughs> I, I'm thinking probably more shadow drop. Um, it, well, no they, did what... Mul- they did that with Mulan. They did that. They did. Um, and the dog with the blog. You know, they they've done it with some stuff in the past. So if they feel like there's a little bit of heat. They will, um, I don't know why there was any heat on, um, I don't think there was any on Dog in the Blog, but Mulan, they were, in the US, they were quite, they didn't promote, in the UK, it was all over billboards and everything that it was on Disney Plus. But yeah, I think in the US, they just kind of held off on that one. Um, Looking here at um, some of the other content. Now in Canada, they're getting Bohemian Rhapsody. Now I am so jealous that Canada's getting that movie. Um, I love that one. I remember going to the cinema to see it. Um, I, if that, when that drops on the UK, I'm watching that one again. Definitely, uh, we rented it with my wife, um, but we'll be watching that one. Actually, I don't know if she's seen it. She's been, every time we went to try and rent it, she couldn't because she went off shopping and I went off. You know what? I'll go to the cinema. You carry on shopping. I, and I went, and I, yeah, can't wait for that one. So that one's good. They're also getting the Beverly Hillbillies. It didn't state, but I'm thinking it's going to be like the ninth, it'll be the most recent movie which 20th Century Studios made, not the anime, not the series, because it would have said seasons. Also getting Desperate Housewives seasons two and eight, Funny Bones, um, Oklahoma, South Pacific. Again, they're getting another classic, a classic one, and they're getting a new episode of Solar Opposites. Um, some other content as well. They're getting that's okay. They're getting all of that. That's fine. Whereas in the UK, they're getting Nomad Lad, which I forgot to mention is coming to Canada on April the 9th as well. So that's a that's a big movie. I mean, dropping Nomad Land on to Disney Plus in Canada and the UK in April. You know, this thing's up for multiple Oscars. This one probably will win. It's winning awards. It'll be winning awards all over the place. I'm going to watch it when it arrives on Disney Plus because it's actually the kind of thing of, I wouldn't spend any money on it. Oscar winners and all the rest of it, can't be bothered. I, you know, usually most of the time it's like, yeah, okay, they're okay. But arriving on Disney Plus, because ultimately the cinemas are still closed here then, so you couldn't go to the cinema. But it's like, okay, it's on Disney Plus, I can give it a go. If I don't like it after 20 minutes, I can turn it off. So I'm really, really glad that um, that one's arriving, because it's been really popular on 
um, in the out there in the US and stuff. Now, also, another Disney Plus original arriving, and this will be arriving everywhere, will be an assembled The Making of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that will be dropping on April the 30th as well. There'll be a new episode of The Game, uh, Mighty Ducks, Big Shop. And then there will be a new episode of Filthy Rich and Next and Dollface in the UK. Plus, the UK is also getting the first five episodes of Secrets of Sofa Springs, episode one of Grownish, the White Fang Myth, White Fang 2. Well, I don't know why we're getting it to. It's really annoying. It's getting really annoying of like, of how the release dates are all shuffled up of like, well, you can, you know, they're all a week apart and it's just um, silly. Armageddon, the 25th hour, season three of 911 and Disney Junior Maya. So that's everything coming. So it's a quite a packed week for the UK that week. But overall, really, you look at that list, you know, Canada had a stacked week a month. Um, the UK had one. You know, the US, is, even for the US without Star, has got a really nice lineup. And we obviously don't yet know what Australia is getting, but I'm guessing it's going to be quite packed as well. Um, but yeah, just so much stuff. Um, I'm just loving the idea that, I mean, to be honest, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier would have been enough on its own to have to been a great month. I mean, kind of January was a bit like that with WandaVision, wasn't it? It was just like there was, um, but it's really nice just to kind of have all this stuff um, and just more classic content because it's been a bit lacking. And I think, you know, Disney have realized that and it looks like they're putting some more effort into kind of getting some of this classic content out from the 90s and before because. It feels like they've been very focused on the more modern stuff. We have, we're only really starting to get um, some of the 20th century bits and pieces, but it's very. It's just a. It's just a really nice just to have these massive lists of stuff coming and show. And you actually have a choice. You know, you sit there like last night. We're sat there on the couch, and I, I turned to my wife and was like, "Oh, we'll, we'll fire up Disney Plus and see what's new." You know, what shut we know? I said, well, we got, you know, and they're going, well, we got Big Sky. We got, um, I know, you know, it's like, I already seen Love, Victor. And they're going, well, we can watch Next, or we've got um, something else that we can watch. And um, we've got some movies and stuff. And it was just nice that, you know, we've got stuff to watch on there together. It is, <laughs> I'm still there just goes, what's on Star tonight? She doesn't want to know what's on Disney Plus too. It's just like, yeah. Um, but yeah, what else kind of jumped so out of all of it? What's, what stands out to you? I mean, uh, obviously Assembled. Um, looking forward to that and I, I think it's just what I mentioned uh, before Disney DuckTales season 3 mm. uh, the rest of the stuff I'm glad that they're putting Adventures in Wonderland I don't have any nostalgia for it but I know a lot of people were asking for it um, I know nothing about Mira um, but also does not look like I'm the target audience for it either No. Um, well this is the thing is there's this kind of weird thing of I think now you've got the kids that are watching it now you know, my like my nephews and stuff. You know, what shows they're going to watch? That's what they're, and that's one thing. And then there's all these like nostalgia shows, which I'm sure probably Disney are going. The kids aren't going to watch it, but it will keep the keep the old ones happy. And there is like I would say that you know, there's generations younger than us that are going. They want the shows that they grew up on, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the shows that we grew up on have already been very very well. You know, the 80s and 90s seem to have been much more well preserved as they were going through and like, you know, like for me, it was like the duck tails, chip and Dale rescue rangers, gummy bears, Spider-Man, etc. They seem, they were there day one. It's almost like they were much better prepared for that. Whereas the nineties stuff, they hadn't really done bargained on some of this stuff, or maybe they didn't realize how popular they were actually were. 
I, I suspect it's more of an issue of what was available for them to use because a lot of that stuff from the 80s and 90s, they had already been working on upscaling um, for, for DVD and Blu-ray releases, more and DVD, digital, yeah. but, um, but they had them ready and that's because the people who would have been buying them had the money to buy them, yeah. whereas people in the early 2000s who grew up with those shows wouldn't have buying power yet they're still mostly in high at at the time mostly in high school they don't have jobs and if they do have jobs they're they're not using it on buying kids dvds uh and now those those people are starting to get nostalgia for the shows they ran up they have the money to do it but disney plus is here uh and it makes more sense for to be on disney plus but they they obviously want to have those show because they're going to start having their own kids if they haven't already and they're going to want to share what they grew up with with their kids i don't think some of these are going to age very well um it's like everything it's some, some shows some of the shows age much better than others i'm watching some of the trailers but it's funny as well like the disney channel didn't exist here till much later than it did in the us and it was a premium channel hidden away on sky so we, a lot of this stuff just didn't have that nostalgic thing i think for a lot of it um but yeah it's just nice to see more content i know there's a lot of people really excited Personally, I'm. It's things like Oklahoma, and I think is it the island at the top of the world, the '60s and the '50s stuff. It's like we need more of that, especially hitting that 20th Century Studios lineup. You know, there's so much content back there that's not being utilized. I think is a whole different audience. You know, and I look at that as someone. Oh, you know, you know, would my parents watch that? You know, that's what you know. They start going on. They go, oh, there's like 150 to 100 movies that I want to watch on here. You know, it's a whole other audience. You know, and it. It's, this is a thing now with Disney Plus is as it continues to grow, it's just becoming bigger and bigger and it's just going to have more broad appeal. And, you know, the recent talk of them realizing that half the adults don't have kids and maybe pushed them onto the idea of, going, yeah, we need to do a little bit more on this. I mean, obviously, internationally, they've kind of fixed that, I think, a lot with Star, but the US, they, and they had, a, I think they, I don't think, you know, the, the teams had a great, you know, they weren't having a great response to Star in the US, obviously. Perfect, makes perfect sense of people going, well, where's all our stuff? We're getting a... And it's hard to justify April, everyone having a pay, you know, the, the price of Disney Plus has gone up and then not giving something. So there's always that other argument of going, have they revved up April a little bit to keep everyone sweet, the fact the stuff's arriving? Yeah, I mean, you can... You can go with the price increase in the UK and, and other markets because like, hey, look, we just dropped a whole bunch of content on here. that It's mm-hmm. worth your dollar. Uh, and in the States, like, but we already had all that content and it's not on <laughs> Disney Plus, it's in Hulu. And it's like, yeah, I, it's, it's a bit harder to sell that pill, as it were. Um, at the end of the day, you, we do have the big content coming, though. Yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier here, Loki's right around the corner. Um, all, all these fun things. So yes, we're not getting 15 seasons of Criminal Minds, but yeah. that's because we already have it, just not on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> no, this is the thing. is It's, it's going to be a big changeover. I did find, like, I, I mean, I've mentioned, obviously, like, when I'm organizing all the different like, articles and stuff and, like, keeping tally of what's on everything when I'm doing the videos and so on, I'm much more aware of things like uh, day, uh, Baby's Day Out has got three different release dates. You know, that's the kind of thing of like, guys, can you just kind of <laughs> get this on page of like, can you reorganize yourselves a little? You know, it was like uh, Love and Corona. Canada was getting a week early and then suddenly it shifted back a week. You know, it's like, 
you know, White Wolf, put it on the same area, all three areas at the same time. Just try and get everybody on the same page. If you're going to put that a movie, try and be at least a little bit universal in terms of how, you know, yeah, some things you can't be helped, but, you know, try, it does feel like it would make my life a lot easier from social media point of view, because there's a lot of confusion over things like, you know, like Australia got like DuckTales and the UK got half a season three of DuckTales this week. It does cause more confusion if it, if you can try and get it in line. I mean, it's like Secrets of Sofa Springs. Everyone, you know, Canada's doing one thing, UK's doing another. It's like, get, you know, and then especially for us, we're going, we don't even have the Disney Channel. So why was it delayed? There was no channel to, to you know, the, it's just, I think they've got to iron out some of the, some of the Greeks and just try and work some of those things out. And again, there's loads of stuff that happen, that's coming to America and Canada that England isn't getting straight away. And you're like, well, why aren't they getting like Oklahoma? I mean, it's not like it's a, you know, or, you know, so like Adventures in Wonderland. Well, that's not on any platform. So why, I don't know, just, just annoying. Hopefully things will get, because um, usually as well, it's more things get added a little bit later on. So that's always a good thing. But so there we go. So that's everything coming in April all over the place. Um, there's been lots of news and stuff about um, shows and stuff, but we don't want to really go too much into that one. Let's jump into the big one this week. What have we been watching? And then we're going to jump into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What else have we been watching before that one? Uh, so I watched Monsters Incorporated. Um, yep. And and we're not going to talk about that now. You guys have to no. wait a, a while for us to talk about that yes. one. <laughs> we'll be uh, that one. As I previously mentioned, DuckTales Season 2. I've been, mm-hmm. I'm about halfway through that, so I'm looking, looking forward to finishing that off and getting DuckTales Season 3. And I have not yet started, but it's next on list is uh, Big Hero 6 Season 3, which dropped very recently. Um, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that's what I've been watching this week. Also, I have been uh, finally getting all of my furniture uh, from the move so that's that's why i finally have stuff behind me yeah so for me um i've been watching a lot of movies um for future um retro ones i got kind of before the lockdown kind of breaks i've kind of we're like kind of get a little bit sorted and i've watched i mean i watched both four movies this morning that was kind of how um to get ready for loki um which i forgot actually some of the stuff that happens in these movies but also um again the star originals love victor solar opposites you know we did we we've enjoyed next so um we've been enjoying that show um watched a few things that we talk about next week um and also i think just as a whole i trying to think we i tried watching quite a few different series this week i've just tried i'm just going around just like sampling different episodes of shows of going well what's that one and what's that one i've not seen that one um so that's been quite cool but it's again just having some more choice but obviously the big one Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What did you think of this episode in a nutshell? So let's just be clear up front. There are spoilers, guys, if you don't want to be here. Uh... Well, the thing is, right, and this is the thing, and I had this in our convers- in our group chat um, with the mods on the Facebook group. It didn't really feel like that. It's like there wasn't really any spoilers. No, there, there's there's some minor ones, but I still feel like we need to, yeah, to make it... sure people know. If, if you want to go into Falcon and the Winter Soldier completely clean, uh, we will be talking about things in it that, I mean, this is not WandaVision. This is not, no. uh, this, this is not, <laughs> you need to see it for yourself. Um, there are some towards the end of the episode, but in any event, yes, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, from this point forward. I had a great time with it. Um, in terms of plot, it is moving a little bit slow. Uh, not not WandaVision first two episodes slow, but it's still 
you know, we get to the end of the episode and it really feels like the plot is only just starting at that point, but that's yeah. fine. It's six episodes and they're longer episodes. These aren't the 20 minute, 30 minute uh, WandaVision mm-hmm. early episodes. And it opened with some great action scenes. Definitely the kind of action scene you would expect from a movie, not from a television show. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. Falcon flight fight, I mean, that was full-blown. There was That was not a typical kind of TV show, was it? No. I mean, even, even top-end action TV shows, um, you wouldn't see this kind of thing. This isn't something you'd see on, on 24, uh, yeah. even if they were doing it right now. Um, MacGyver. I don't. I don't know what the other no action way, shows no, at the yeah. moment are. Um, the only thing, the only problem I had with that action sequence was uh, the main villain of it. Of course, is yeah. um, Batrock, who we saw back in Winter Soldier. I'm like, yeah, Johnson. Uh, yeah, because he's a UFC fighter. That I guess I right. don't know for UFC. Um, so it's like, but it's like, <laughs> but like this this whole fight sequence of them like jumping between helicopters and skydiving and stuff is like. This, this isn't really the kind of action scene you use Batrock for, but I, I know we will get him back later in the series uh, where we yeah. will probably get proper um, martial arts style fighting. Um, but still, it was such a, it was a great action scene to open with, set the tone. It, it really had a feel very similar to that opening action scene of Winter Soldier when they jump onto the, uh, onto the boat and, uh, you know, fighting their way through, through the hordes of bad guys and then finally getting up to Batrock and you know it, it was even a rescue mission they were both rescue missions so good feelings yeah no i i really enjoyed this kind of this whole episode i enjoyed that it was a bit slower i enjoyed that it kind of felt a little bit like falcon's origin story it was like his is it was his origins because I felt like we learned more in this episode about him than we did in like he's been in what like four Marvel movies and we've found so much more about him in this. And I really thought that was a good thing with this one. I think we talked about that a bit in the retro review for winter soldier where Falcon really has not had character development in the movies. Like almost everything we know about his character was from winter soldier civil war. He was really just tagging along, obviously uh, infinity war and Endgame really weren't character movies for anybody. They, they were, um, uh, no, they were action movies. And yeah, and then obviously Ant Man, he, he was just a, a cameo. Yeah, I just yeah. I just really liked this whole thing where they um, it just took it they slowed it down they just made it much slower to the point of and I really like that I kind of it kind of and I didn't feel like the ending came up and was like oh not that typical thing with one division where it was like oh no we gotta wait we gotta wait and um, then from there it was like. No, I really like that. Um, I and it was and also taking a little bit longer with Bucky, giving him kind of a little bit longer. Um, and I think that was a good thing. I think you know him kind of trying to make amends for everything was exactly what's what we needed. And it's I think it set the pace, and I think it worked perfectly with regards to setting the expectations after One Division. No, this was supposed to have been six months before it. I think that actually helped do that of maybe remind everyone no, we're back in mcu world here we're not in um yes yeah, some people i know there's a little bit of grumbles i've seen so far on the things i've gone oh it's a bit slow it's like this is the point of the tv series is to allow them this flexibility to kind of tell the stories that they would not do you know falcon i don't think they would do a Fa- would they do a falcon in the winter soldier movie i can't imagine they would do they might have done but it would no way would have been a 
I'm not going to say a six hour movie, but this one's probably going to be close to about four hours, maybe by the end of it. Um, and yeah, I just really, I love the fact that they just hit the brakes, pull back a little bit, gave us much more time with Bucky to kind of explore his, you know, you know, the, and I love the fact that him being like hundred plus years old and out of time because they never really pushed that with, you know, we had it a lot with Captain America, but we never really got that with Bucky where he doesn't, he's not in the right time zone. He's out. He's, you know, he might've been out running around, but he wasn't free. You know, and he's he still acts like he's in the you know he's in the forties. Yeah, I appreciated that as well. Because um, again, like Falcon, we don't really have much character development for Bucky in the proper movies. Uh, there's plenty of stuff from the 1940s or in the late 1930s. You know, when when uh, before Captain America befo- becomes Captain America, but once he's the Winter Soldier, his story is entirely focused on can he break the training? Can he break yeah. the programming? And to, to see him going on this date and being like, uh, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. And even the, the woman coming in like, oh, flowers, how, how throwback-y. And it's like, <laughs> I, I saw him walk on screen with the flowers. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, but then again, if he hasn't been on the date since like 1936 or something, like, or 38 or whatever, I can imagine that. And it, I like that. I like that thing of just making him a bit more human. You know, him doing the, you know, he, the fact that he has to go through you know, therapy because that's part of his pardon that he needs that which obviously he does because he's, he's he's on his own but he's having nightmares and it's just the fact that they're making friends with the guy you know the guy of the the, the one that he killed you know and he's obviously the, the father of the one he killed yeah, yeah he's kind of like you know you can see he's torn on it and he doesn't but at the same time he's kind of become attached to me like he does he wants that friendship yeah he does not want to admit to that guy no. that he was the reason his son is dead yeah um and it, it's not just, I feel ashamed for the action, although there's certainly some of that. Yeah. It's the, I don't want to hurt this father again. Um, and obviously, I don't know how big a plot point it will be throughout, because I'm not sure how that one will tie in. But um, just like, say, Civil War, where they opened with the scene of him killing two people who we didn't know who they were at the time. I suspect that that particular execution will come back uh, as another plot point. But yeah, he... Think, yeah. I was gonna say, another thing I really liked was the fact that they registered on the fact that superheroes don't aren't all billionaires, and you know Sam's got you know he's he's I don't think he's he's hard up for money in the same way, but he you know he needs money you know he's been on the blip his sister's really been struggling, and they're not on money you know they're not being paid you know because I think really in the in the Marvel world and I think also DC. Kind of Bruce and Tony Stark can always just kind of pay DC and Marvel out of the problem. Whenever uh, and a problem, any problem that comes up, they can kind of, like Oliver Queen was a kind of the same thing. They can kind of just, any problem that would have come up in the real world kind of just gets banished or just Tony paid for it or, you know. And this was like the kind of thing of, while Falcon did mention to like Stark Tech, you know, they don't have Tony's money. Tony isn't around. Tony's not going to help them. And that's kind of, I thought that bit was interesting. Um, that whole aspect of them playing on the money side of things. Cause we're not really, it's not really something they've explored much in the MCU. Yeah. And it's interesting because in the Marvel universe, the, the comic universe, it is a common plot point that Tony pays the, the wages of the Avengers. Now they're not getting paid like millionaire money, but they're, they're getting enough that they can live in New York, which is where they're based yeah. out of. And even in the comics, uh, the, um, the Stark Foundation 
existed to be like, yeah, we destroyed half the city in our battle with, you know, such and such Ultron or whatever. Uh, but the, the Stark foundation will pay for all the damages and yeah. rebuilding and everything like that. And they just kind of like hand waved away yeah. uh, all the terrible destruction that was wrought. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't, there's that brief scene in age of Ultron where he's like, buy the building and then crashes yeah. through it. Uh, but that's really about the extent of it in terms of, of him throwing his money around. Well, I always, I think Spider-Man was the one that kind of hit me more was because Spider-Man obviously, you know, he's, he's always been about, he's always been just broke money. He's always been broke. He's, he's always broke. So I think that took away some of the element when he kind of start tech kind of gave him and he, he wasn't able to show his own special abilities of being smart. That kind of, and I just, I did, it was just an aspect of, and you know, hit them going to the bank for a loan and being turned down. I thought was just, you know, setting him up that he's not, you know, and you know, I just really thought that was such a well done thing. Something different, a slower pace that just never would have been in a movie. Just that whole storyline would have never been there. The system never would have even shown up. No, probably not. And it was a good scene too, because it also kind of showed how tone deaf that other guy was too. It's like, can we do a selfie? Yeah, but you're not getting the loan. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> I also like the whole thing that they had them leaning in on the blip. Yeah, leaning much. Um, probably more. The only time really we've had that so far was the Monica Rambo kind of origin episode, and then it kind of got dropped and we never heard from it again. You know, I thought it was good that you know the, the sister was kind of really leveling that art thing of like you know she was on her own, and then you know he's come back and he doesn't. Everything's changed, and then pushing on the idea that the villains have changed because the rules have changed. You know, and I kind of quite like this kind of. No, I don't think we even got into the blip. I think this show's really dealing with the blip because obviously it would have been the first thing we saw after Black that would have, and I'm, I'm just, just loving that whole aspect. It's kind of like, you know, we're having different stories and that's what I want. You know, that's what's entertaining. And one thing I appreciate is even though this was originally not going to be the second Marvel show, the fact that it is now actually makes sense because WandaVision happened only a couple of weeks after everybody came back. And this one comes a couple of months and mm. we kind of seeing how real life is returning in the, the post blip environment. But it was weird seeing things like, well, you have no job history for five years. It's like, well, why do you think, you know? So yeah. it's, just, yeah. And of course the computer systems, you know, they're not lending out money because they just lost, you know, half of it. It's, I enjoyed that whole aspect. I, I enjoyed this. I could I almost like take that little bit of time with all these little things that, Usually, just we wouldn't have had time. And again, the benefit of the TV shows, you kind of got time for that to sink in, to ponder um, between it all. There's no kind of big thing of going, what's happening next? Um, there was a whole other thing, obviously, going on with Captain America, you know, and the foreshadowing and the, you know, the problem the Falcon couldn't accept being Captain America, handed the shield back because basically America wanted a new poster boy, um, which we, well, let's be honest, we know is not going to turn out great because. You know, it's just how it's going to be. We knew he was going to turn up. I do have a major... How that guy looked down that camera on that opening scene. I sent you over this picture of mm. um, Carl from Up. And I haven't been able to... I just looked at him and he just looks like an old man with no teeth. And it just it just looks like... Ah, oh, just... There's, I just didn't like the look of him. I know he's in it's that kind of thing. Obviously, it looks bad. And you know, we can see Falcon is... He's upset. You know, he can't believe that they've done this. 
I mean, we all know he's going to get the shield back at some point because we've seen the trailer with him playing, you know, practicing. So it's not like it's a, it's a huge surprise. But you know, how is he going to get it back? How is that all going to work in? You know, we've not... And they've kind of been saying something's going on because there's obviously a super, super-powered villain running around somewhere. But it was all very low-key. All just tones, just little bits. Really setting this... And I really like that. I kind of got to the end of the episode going, ooh, I don't know where this is going. I like where they're going, but it, it, it kind of ended and I was like, cool, let's get ready for next week. Um, it wasn't like, oh no, what they're doing there. There was no cliffhanger. I mean, I suppose there was with him walking out, but it kind of, it's like, well, we kind of, it made sense as a cliffhanger. If you knew that John Walker was going to be in this series, if you'd seen the trailers or, or whatever, then yeah, it's, it's not that big a thing. If you went into this blind, you might not have known that they were going to do a, um, that the American government was going to do a recasting of Captain America. Uh, although it's happened several times in the comics. Uh, you know, there, there's been a Captain America, even when Steve was on ice. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think good things are going to happen to Mr. Walker <laughs> here. Um, and there's a question. Does he have superpowers at all? Like, yeah. did, does he have a suit? Cause in the comics he does, but the serum isn't as good and it kind of drives him a little wonky, but we, we don't know if that's going to happen this time See, around. This or is not. the other thing as well. What gets me with Falcon is, you know, he's fighting away in that ship in the plane and they go, well, he doesn't actually have any superpowers. No, he's, he's, just, he's, just, he's just very well trained, but he was kind of a little bit like super powered. He was a bit. He seemed a little bit overpowered for for fighting the crooks, and because in the comic books he's got like he can't he talk to birds and yeah, and he, he does have super abilities. He can talk to birds, and I think he's a little bit stronger. Um, you could probably argue that his suit, being Stark tech, maybe augments his strength yeah. a bit, so he, maybe he can punch a little harder than a regular guy could. Um, but I think it's mostly just he relies on momentum. You know, yeah, uh, he can go really fast because he's got a jetpack on his back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see how how things play out with that, and then of mm-hmm. course, um, we've also got the flag smasher storyline going on, which mm-hmm. only just started towards the end of the episode, and we know at least one other villain uh, that that's going to be involved uh, from the trailers, uh, Baron Zemo, who was mm-hmm. in Civil War. Uh, he did, as far as we know, he did not show up in this episode unless he is flag smasher, which wouldn't really make sense, but. Uh, no. But well, we got that, and then, and then Batroc will be back at some point. Yeah, it definitely. Def- I I also like the fact that Rhodey was in this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, not in one division like he told us we would be, but he's here in Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was a little bit like, dude, you got the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good to see him. Yeah, I hope we see him again. Um, even if it's if it's set up for Armor Wars, or even if he just shows up at some point, uh, either as War Machine or as Rhodey. Yeah, it's good to see him. It's that thing, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm sat there watching it, and I'm going, and I did, I felt like I for, I forgot we were watching a TV show. I kind of slide, slid into like where I'm watching the movie, because it felt much more like a Marvel movie. I think, you know, with the characters all jumping in, Rhodey and all the rest of it, it you know, and referen- it wasn't just referencing what happened. It was a full-on continuation. Because WandaVision didn't set that, because we had that whole sitcom vibe. We kind of, it played on being a sitcom. So therefore it kind of, oh, we're watching television. We're watching television. Whereas this one was like, no, no, we're actually just watching it. You know, it felt like, I felt like I was watching a movie. Yeah, no, this was absolutely a a movie that got turned into a television show. This is not um, a made for television 
movie meant to shore things up. Uh, and I think it's only going to get crazier. It's only going to get more action packed as we go along. I, I fully expected at least one good action scene per week. And probably to- when we get towards the finale, more than that. Uh, I'm, but yeah, th- I'm this is of, movie quality. Yeah. I'm kind of expecting things to start picking up pace a little bit later on the season. I mean, six episodes. It's, I think it's a good length. Um, and we're going to get kind of get used to that kind of thing. But yeah, just just overall, just really impressed, really happy with it. Um, and it's like, I did say this on the group, they go, you remember when we had like Mandalorian and we had to wait 10 months for the next episode? And like, here we are with Marvel. We didn't, we had to wait two weeks. Two weeks. That's all we had to wait for some more MCU content. And we know that when this one's over, there's no drought. There's no, you know, yeah, we've got a few weeks off to Loki, but we've got Black Widow in the middle of it. Um, yeah, this, this is just really great. And it just instantly starting to make that thing of feeling like Disney Plus. I mean, when I'm in the red car, I literally took the dog for a walk. The radio there and back adverts for, for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I turn the TV on. For, you know, the bus goes by. There's, for, you know, I mean, the whole of the London Eye was done up. Like, like the, um, I saw the that picture, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, great. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not at all kind of in that zone of feeling like I've got this massive, great, big um, Captain America shield right behind me, from, which is, is, is actually is from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing. Not that it looks any different, but the box said it, at least. <laughs> yeah. No, um, like, speaking like totally tangentially, uh, like I was not interested in any of the WandaVision um, merchandise or anything mm. like that. Uh, I could definitely see uh, at least keeping an eye on stuff from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, oh yeah, that'd be a cool little little thing to have, you know, floating back here or on the wall yeah. or something. I would say as well, if you're onto that thing, if I do have, I did order the full set. This is the only one that's arrived so far is Falcon. It won't stand up. It's really annoying. It's just, it's a, uh, yeah. for, for those of you listening, it's a bobblehead yeah, uh, or a, a Funko yeah. bobblehead. It will not stand up and it keeps falling over. So that's why I got to put, put, taken off display. But yeah, I think that we're going to we're like the thing is Marvel is doing a kind of Marvel must have, which they do every Monday where they announce a new load of, and it's like, they are loving these t- weekly episodes because they can stretch out this, this content um, so much more. But yeah, really happy with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Really sure. I mean, I gave it like 4.5 out of 5 because I just like, I ended it and went, that was great. I really enjoyed it. Couldn't give it 5 because it was like, mm, it, it could, you know, it could have. It, it's kind of like, I don't want to give it 5 because I want to save the 5 for some of the later <laughs> episodes, you know? I, and obviously yeah. we haven't seen them, but I'm fully expecting that at some point there will be like maybe maybe the penultimate episode, maybe the finale where you're just like, yeah, this yeah. is. This it's is always that kind of thing. I'm going to give it six out of five. <laughs> you know, you need that like next level. So you got to yeah. kind of keep it back. But yeah, really enjoyed it. But let us know in the comments below and on social media and stuff how you felt with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Love to hear your thoughts. Remember as well, thank you for um, joining us on this week's show. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on audio platforms. Join our Facebook group. You can also sign up on the website for our newsletter. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, etc. And on that note, guys, thank you very much for watching. See you guys soon. Laters.